Hi friends, and welcome to the Plant-Based Kitchen, where we talk about all things plant-based, from cooking wonderful dishes, to sourcing the amazing ingredients, to flavor profiles, to cooking techniques. Also, we're gonna talk about herbalistics and healing of the body, which herbs are better to heal certain elements, we're going to talk about mind, body, soul, healing, all things plant-based, and so much more. I welcome you to the Plant-Based Kitchen. I am your host, executive chef, vegan recipe coach, Roberta Lowe, and welcome to today's episode. Hello everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Plant-Based Kitchen. I am the founder and restaurateur of VegBox, vegan restaurant located in Baltimore, Maryland. I am your host, executive chef, Roberta Lowe, and I welcome you to today's episode of the plant-based kitchen, where we talk about all things plant-based, healing of the mind, body, and soul, and making sure that you are your best self, okay? I love this podcast, love for all of you all to subscribe, okay? Please subscribe to our channel. This is also being broadcast on our YouTube channel. So every Thursday, our new podcast go up on Anchor, and then on Fridays, you get to see the video version of the podcast. So I'm always excited to share information and to have guests come on and talk about their journey, um, utilizing plants, their journey, and making sure that their mind and their body and their soul is at optimum healing, okay? So that's our whole purpose of this podcast. And I am always thrilled to come before you to give you this information and also share recipes with you as well. So make sure that you go on over to our, pot, our YouTube channel, um, the Plant-Based Care channel, where so you can actually get vegan recipes as well. And also listen to or see these podcasts actually being broadcast in video form, okay? On every Friday morning is when a new pod, uh, um, we release a new one. So today, I'm going to talk about nightshade vegetables, right? Like, many of us don't actually know what they are and how they affect our bodies, um, some might be experiencing some symptoms of what that nightshade vegetable can actually, actually does to the body. Others don't experience these symptoms. And now, am I saying not to eat the nightshade vegetables? Absolutely not. Um, unless you're really experiencing, um, some of the symptoms that I will be discussing today. So before we get started, let's go into housekeeping and actually hear a word from our sponsors. So today our sponsor is brought to us by VegBox, best casual vegan restaurant in Baltimore, Maryland, where so they have a wide variety of foods that you can get on the go that's convenient, quick, 
healthy and hot, okay? And top of all of that, they're super delicious. Like, oh my goodness, you should definitely try out the menu. They have grain bowls, okay? They have sliders, they have tacos, they all their fries are actually cut and cooked in house, okay, which gives that extra element. They're not frozen at all. Um, so just imagine having a good, warm, hot French fry to go along with your tacos and your sliders um, option, or getting some garlic fries actually <laughs> just by themselves. You know, if you're in love with potatoes, like we are, uh, <laughs> like I am, then you know, you know that having a good french fry is definitely um, something that's delicious. Now, not only do they have those items, but they also have soups, salads, and they actually have a few desserts just to complete your meal um, for your lunch, dinner, or breakfast uh, meals, okay? So you can definitely check them out on their website at VegBoxMD, that's V as in Victor, E G B as in box O X M D dot com, or you can actually call in your order at 410 849 4083. And that's who our sponsor is today VegBox Fast Casual Vegan Restaurant located in Baltimore, Maryland. So let's get into these here nightshade vegetables, right? All right. So when you think about vegetables, you, especially being vegan, we are always health conscious. And what we, what we say is that we eat vegetables so we are healthier, right? Um, we don't have the processed foods. We don't have the um, actually saturated fats and things of that nature. And so we always want to take a, a a note to actually just eating healthier. So that's what we're doing, um, especially being in the, the vegan or even plant-based cave. That's what we're always looking to do. So nightshade vegetables, they seem like they're healthy. They're, um, they're healthy. They're still nutrient dense. Okay. Um, and they're still great to add to your diet. Okay. Um, so you really want to Keep that in mind when you're thinking about these, okay? Um, a lot of them, of course, they're low in carbs and they're a great way for you to really um, hone in and they're also fulfilling. <laughs> Go figure, right? But however, not everyone can really tolerate nightshade vegetables um, based upon um what they are, and it really, what actually happens to the body when you consume these, these vegetables could be some inflammation, and it could really um, help or intensify chronic illnesses that some people um, might be experiencing. So before we talk about what might happen in um, these vegetables. Let's talk about what the vegetables are. What, what are some of the nightshade vegetables? So I'm going to name a few. And of course, there's others, but I'm going to just name a few of the common ones. So um, tomatoes, okay. <laughs> tomatoes. So if you love this pasta sauce, if you love tomato soup, 
um, if you love anything really with um, tomatoes is really put in a lot of our products. So just just look at the ingredients and see what actually, especially if it has a color to it, see what actually, um, if it has tomatoes in there, because that's one of the nightshade vegetables. And those taste so delicious, right? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, a good marinara sauce is wonderful on pasta, is wonderful on pizza. <laughs> so, so yeah, so just think about that. Tamales is, is another one that is a nightshade vegetables. And potatoes, um, white and red potatoes in particular are nightshade vegetables. Um, however, sweet potatoes are not, okay? Those are two different potato, um, potatoes. So um, none of the sweet potatoes are, but regular um, starchy, pretty much starchy potatoes. And the most common ones are white and um, red potatoes that we eat today without meal, okay? <laughs> Fries, if you're a fry, fry fan, just like I mentioned with VegBox, um, how they cook their fries fresh, they cut them in house and um, cook them in house, there is never frozen. And so when customers come in, those are some, um, those are nightshade vegetables. Eggplant is also a nightshade vegetable, which is um, something that, I <laughs> love as well having some eggplant lasagna is so delicious and um so or eggplant oat which is filled with some quinoa um things of that nature is once again delicious 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 but they are nightshade vegetables um all peppers whether it's a bell pepper jalapeno pepper chili pepper or hot peppers they are all nightshade vegetables right um, your curry spices, your paprika, um, gojo berries is, is actually some, is actually a nightshade um, type fruit. Ashwagandha um, is also that in ground cherries is also part of that nightshade family, okay? So, those are just some common foods that, that we eat on a regular basis that are nightshade vegetables. And why I named those foods is because you have to understand that those foods, when you talk about nightshade vegetables, not necessarily because they grow at night, not necessarily because they grow underground, but more so of what's in them, um, the nutritionists in them actually um, help or um, could be send your body and and make it um, flare up, okay? Make inflammatory um, issues within your body. So you really want to be, um, you really want to be cognizant of what you're actually putting in. And uh, this podcast is definitely just um, information about cooking, eating food, and making sure that you're all around healthy, right? So just having that balance. And of course, you know, I'm not saying that you, once again, I go back to, I'm not saying that you should not eat these vegetables. I'm just saying that if you suffer with inflammation, if you suffer with actually um, any joint issues, or even if you suffer with um, digestive issues, IBS, 
been or any type of immune disorder, um, immune uh, autoimmune disease, then you want to take these vegetables in consideration if they're part of your diet. Okay, if you're uh, even rheumatoid arthritis, if you're suffering with any of those particular ailments, then look at what um, look at to see if let's start with removing some of the some um your, these nightshade vegetables which um i actually or fruits which i actually just mentioned and see how how often you flare up or see how often you receive that joint pain because that is what some of the issues that could be contributing to your actual um your illness, the symptoms of what's what's happening. Okay, so just make sure that that you're actually really, really looking into when you have these particular when your body is showing symptoms of illness, right? Then you really want to start off with the things. The most common way to figure out what's happening with yourself is to look at your diet, look at what you're putting into your body because what you're filling your body with is what's actually going into your muscles, what's going into your joints, what's going into your, your brain, uh, what's going into your, uh, your blood, which is feeding your skin. And so all of this, everything is coming and um, your body is absorbing all of what, what you're putting in there because that's how the body thrives and uh, continue to operate, right? By um, eating. That's why people start um, die from starvation, okay? So just know, just put that in the sense of food is something that is life-changing. Uh, it will allow you to survive. And so you really want to start with what your diet is um, what you're currently consuming in terms of when you see um, these flare-ups with these um, illnesses, okay? These symptoms come up when you have um, these illnesses. So start with that. And if you had any of the, any of the uh, illnesses that I mentioned with any joint issues, rheumatoid arthritis, digestive issues, you know, the IBS or any autoimmune disease issues, then like I said, start with these nightshade vegetables. And again, those are tomatoes, tamales, potatoes, eggplant, um, bell peppers, chilies, um, any red spices that, that come about, paprika, <laughs> um, gojo berries, ashwagandha. So just make sure that you're, um, you alleviate those out of your diet and then see how you feel um, once those are all taken out, okay? And uh, so if they actually affect you, then make sure that you stop consuming them, okay? That's, I know it sounds, it's easier to say than actually do, but just know that you know, it's other vegetables and fruits and other food items that you can um, that your body would be satisfied with, you would sustain yourself on, um, you know, you don't need certain foods for you to live. Now, if you look at foods more of eating to live more so than 
just um, something to entertain or something to pass time or um, things of that nature, then we'll, of course, we'll make different choices. We'll make better choices because we come in from a different perspective, which allows us to um, understand that when we're eating, once again, this is allowing our body to really um, observe, absorb the nutrients that is allowing our bodies to thrive and us to be our best self, right? Um, just know that your plate can either um, aid in your healing, in your health, optimum health, or it can aid in what you actually not feeling so good. You cutting off your lifespan earlier than what, what, you, what you need. And then that goes into how, how you cut it into your time of making a positive impact on the world, okay? Just know that that's how we look at eating. That's how, when we're choosing our foods, when we're eating and things of that nature. Let's look at it from that point of view. All right, so in closing, just make sure, um, make sure that you're, you're actually helping out your body. And so if these nightshade vegetables come up and you're experiencing some of the symptoms, if you have any of those um, diseases and maybe some of the symptoms also that you can experience is inflammation, um, joint pain, you might feel fatigue, excuse me, you might have memory uh, migraines, um, you're suffering with uh, migraines, you're suffering with skin flares, okay? Uh, whereas though your skin has all of the, uh, a ton of acne, um, you know, because your skin is also a way of it actually releasing um, toxic um, things that's toxic to your body, okay? So your skin is a big organ that release that, um, those things that are toxic to your body, of course, uh, when you urinate and when you um, also do um, release feces and things of that nature, that also is a way of your body actually moving out all the toxins and the foods and the products that your body can absorb and don't need to absorb or no longer will absorb, okay? Um, digestive distress, meaning that you're not going to the back bathroom on a regular basis. Um, if you're having those symptoms, then definitely try to remove these nightshade vegetables. Um, so any flares to any pre-condition, um, pre-existing conditions, if those are, you know, if it's flaring up, then just remove these items. And I would say remove them all at once and then introduce them, reintroduce them to the body one at a time. That way you can really track to see, um, oh, it's this tomato that's giving me a flare up. Um, because you might have a flare up or you might have a high sensitivity to a tomato versus, um, versus the eggplant. You know, even though they're both night in the nightshade vegetable um, family and they, you know, could cause inflammation and things of that nature um, and digestive issues. You, everybody's body makeup is different. And so digesting in um, these particular foods might 
you know, one might not be as severe as the other. Um, so yeah, so just if you can't live without eating your favorite pizza with the tomato sauce and things of that nature, um, just, just know that and take them all out at once, take them all out, give it about a week or so before you reintroduce, um, give it, you know, any of these vegetables allow, allowing your body to um, definitely move in a direction of clearing out whatever has been in your system from those vegetables, um, giving your body a new perspective, and then slowly, one at a time, introducing, that way you'll have a, a more, you know, I'm all big on data, right, collecting data on yourself, and so that when you introduce, reintroduce these vegetables, one at a time, you're able to see what's actually happening um, and knowing what what type of um, information or how your body reacts to each each one. Okay, um, like I said, doing it where so not doing them back to back, back to back, but adding the one at a time, um, and then you doing you're actually adding one, and then you stop for about a week. This this would just be my suggestion. Understand, I'm not a medical profession. I'm not telling you what you should do always when you're making um, dietary decisions or life-changing decisions with your body and things of that nature, you want to consult a physician, um, someone that actually has your history, okay, your medical history and understands your body better than um, individuals that, like myself, that are just speaking to you um, in general, okay. This is just a general fact, general theory, um, but for, for someone you introducing that one vegetable, then stopping all of that once you collect the data on that, clearing your body out, and then introducing the next one, see how your body reacts to that, and then slowly going into um, doing multiple, multiple ones, okay? So, so yes, that, that's all for today's episode of, um, of our podcast, The Plant-Based Kitchen, and that's pretty much all I have for you. Now, if you are looking for a great and quick eggplant recipe, you make sure you check out my YouTube video um, on eggplant parmesan, which I made super quick. It was very fast. And it was, like I said, always delicious to actually have that. And that's eggplant. <laughs> also, it's the tomato sauce, right? Um, and it's the vegan cheese. And so if you, um, if you actually, that's, no, that recipe is for people who do not suffer with, um, with chronic symptoms from absorbing the nightshade vegetables, um, nutrients. Okay. So <laughs> just know that. So, but hop on over to that, to that, to my YouTube channel, the plant-based kitchen and click on the eggplant recipe video, cooking video that you can actually see there. Um, that was done so long ago. <laughs> Um, so long ago. And make sure you tune in to um, what we have going on. VegBox is currently raising funds for investors. And we would love for you to be in an info class to learn more about how you can actually become an investor uh, with 
the salary are $10,000, um, $200,000. Um, it doesn't matter what your income is. You can definitely become an investor into a fast growing industry at the start of it. That way you can benefit from it when, um, you know, as it moves forward and start to grow and um, also really allow the reach out there to reach more people to help bring these healthy, healthy meals to everyone that is looking for them. So if you like this video, if you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe, make sure you pass along to um, your friends and your family and, uh, and make sure that you, this way you'll get a note, hit the notification button to make sure that you get all of the information, um, especially, you know, when a video is uploaded, uploaded and released or podcast is uploaded and released for our net each week. All right. This is Chef Roberta, entrepreneur, restaurateur, author, and the founder of the Plant-Based Kitchen podcast and YouTube channel. And I will see you all in the next episode. Bye. Today's sponsors is brought to us all the way from Baltimore, Maryland. VegBox Restaurant is a 100% plant-based restaurant that utilizes no animal products or byproducts in their cuisine at all. It is fast, it is tasty, and you will love it. And the best part about it is it's all made from whole plants. Wow, I can't believe how tasty the meals actually are. And the another great thing is it actually is prepared to order. So you can get a hot meal fast and tasty in less than 15 minutes in and out and you will definitely enjoy it. So make sure you check them out at www vegboxmd.com. Once again, that's www.vegboxmd.com. Thank you for tuning in for today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and the information shared today. Please note that we are not medical professionals. Please, any diagnosis, definitely seek out your personal medical doctor. But in the meantime, definitely, if you like the episode, hit the subscribe button and also share with others. Till next time, eat healthy and be great.